This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Fair enough. All right, let's sit up the hotline and welcome in Scott Wright, who's joining us now here on the Blitz 1170 from the Oklahoma. What's up, Scott? How are you today, man? Hey, doing good. I'm uh, I'm glad to know that Victor's not picking that stuff out himself, <laughs> thinking that he looks amazing on the course. I feel much better about Victor now. And, uh, Scott, I wish there was a video button on, on the radio so people could see <laughs> the look on his face when he gives that answer because it's the greatest, right. like, Yep, I'm wearing this look I've ever seen in my life. I I'm just happy the check cashes for him because I I'd probably yeah. listen for I like I can be bought. I'm not gonna lie. I'll wear anything anyway. If you want to pay me to wear oh, something, yeah. like let's go. So I'm I'm sure mm-hmm. that it's well worth his time. How are you, man? Man, uh, as we get set for softball coming up. I'm I'm good. I'm looking around here in Stillwater, and there's a lot of dark clouds. I don't care for that, but uh, it looks like things should be cleared out by three. We should be all good to go. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. First thing, weather related. Uh, what has the last like ten, twelve hours been? I mean, we have just been soaked here in the Tulsa area. How much rain has fallen in Stillwater? I I don't know an exact uh, inch amount. It's been quite a bit though. Um, but you know, they've got the. Uh, the all turf outfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they've had a, a, a tarp over the infield, so um, you know no issues with uh, with like standing water or any of those type of things. So as long as it's not raining and or lightning in the area, we uh, we will be good to go uh, at three o'clock. What's the lead up been like this week? With some of the questions asked to Coach Gajewski about the slump that they're in, trying to get out of it. Does it feel like that? They're pressing at all. Do they have any answers for what has happened here down the stretch of the season? I mean, they 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 talk about a lot of things. I don't know how many answers they've got right now. <laughs> they're uh, they're sort of uh, you know hoping that they're addressing the things that have become their issues. Uh, but it's it's tough right now. I I think they're past the point of pressing, though. I think that was you know after about loss number five in a row to start this thing. I think they were pressing quite a bit at that point. Uh, now I think they've 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 gotten past that. They've kind of accepted uh, what has happened to them, and they're uh, and they're moving forward now. It's just a matter of of sort of regaining their confidence. I feel like, and um, you know, so a a, a nice little five inning, uh, you know, ten to nothing game here today could could really do some wonders for this team because they just they they haven't seen a lot of good things happening even when they've played well you know you go look back and look at some of those bedlam games they played pretty well they they you know they had a a shutout going into the seventh inning of of that uh, that middle game on saturday they had um you know a chance to uh to you know they well they were leading the first day early on and uh let that slip away so they had they've had some good moments and that just haven't turned out victories because of it so that's uh that's the key for them right now is they've got to see some good stuff happening when we talked to you last week we had yet to have the answer for what was going to happen on you know friday night and then also into into saturday and and what that would mean in terms of of seeding for oklahoma state because there were a few questions based off the way that they closed the season i saw where where kenny had had the quote about um, or, sorry, this was from Kelly Maxwell who said, hey, seeing us come up as the sixth seed, that kind of lit a fire under us and brought back some of the fun, at least to the game right now. From a psychological standpoint, uh, do you see some benefits in having that sixth seed fl- uh, fly up there? Because it, it shows you that the committee actually 
takes into account everything that they did throughout the entire course of the season in getting that uh, as high as a six seed and not just hyper-focused on what happened there over the, the stretch and closer of the, of the regular season? Yeah, I think I think it was big. Um, you know, I'm assuming that that Kenny was saying the same things to the team that he was saying publicly. Which after uh, after that Kansas game in the Big 12 tournament, he said, you know, we're probably a seven or eight uh, unless they they really weigh heavily on the last ten games. Then we're probably a nine or ten. And so if he's telling the team that, and all of a sudden they pop up as a six, that's a that's a significant boost emotionally and mentally right there. And I think that that's something that that probably gave them some momentum going into practice. You know, they had their uh, what's become an annual uh, retreat down to Broken Bow, something they started a couple of years ago and, uh, and you know, kind of got away from softball for a couple of days and, and relaxed and, and enjoyed being with their teammates in, in a non-team setting. And, um, you know, that's proven valuable in the past and uh, they're hoping it does again. But I, I think the fact that, that they, uh, they were recognized as, uh, for, for their entire body of work I think was important to this team, and um, you know I think is is going to uh, to bring them into this uh, this weekend with a, a little bit clearer head. Well, it's just a, a reminder about how good that they they were, how good that they can be when they play. Coach Gajewski said, "Hey, you know, just one game at a time right now." But it it was interesting that comment, at least to me, came from Kelly Maxwell, who has had her struggles in her own right. But you know, you still go and look at her overall numbers and. She's still an elite level pitcher, and and every now and then, if you can fall into that rut, a casual reminder doesn't help. And she seems to be the one that could benefit from this as much as anyone right now. Just to like, hey, you know what? If we can get back to having fun or this being fun, then the better off that we're all going to be. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, she's uh, her. Some of her struggles kind of went under the radar a little bit because they weren't giving up a lot of runs during. Uh, the early part of, of the losing streak, and uh, so they were, you know, she had a, a no hitter at Texas going into, uh, into the bottom of the seventh, and she lets on a, a couple of runners and gives up a three run bomb, and they lose the game on a walk off. Um, you know, so there have been some uh, some odd things that have happened to her. She obviously had the uh, the, um, uh, the strike zone issues in in, in Bedlam when uh, she was apparently sweating more than uh, more than usual and, and having a tough time gripping the ball and, and, and couldn't locate anything. So uh, she's had some really odd struggles that she's that she's dealt with, and she's one of those that, that really, uh, maybe as much as anybody, just needs to see something good happen. She needs to go out and feel dominant again like, like everyone knows she can be. So that's a, uh, a really important factor for her, and, uh, and I, I think when she is pitching well, the rest of the team feels it too because they know how good she can be. What's been the most surprising part of this stretch to you, Scott? Something that really stands out that you're like, wow, that does not resemble the team that we saw earlier in the year. You know, as odd as it as it, as it sounds, the, the defensive miscues are, are really wild. You know, you can go back and look over the last couple of years. This team has been really good defensively. Uh, they've had their uh, their moments where errors would kind of pile up on them. You think about, um, you know, two errors on one play in the, uh, the game at, at the WCWS against Texas where they end up getting eliminated, um, some moments like that. But over the, the course of a long stretch, they've never had this kind of, uh, of, of a run of, of, of errors in the field. Um, you know, Kylie Naomi is as sure-handed as they come at shortstop, and, and she's been, uh, you know, mishandling routine ground balls and, and things like that. So, 
you know, the uh, the offense is, is going to come and go. Pitching is going to come and go. But it's been really weird to see a, a, a sort of team-wide defensive struggle like they've faced. And, uh, and that's something that you, it's really hard to overcome that kind of a thing, uh, you know, in the postseason because these these teams that you're playing now know how to, to take advantage of of mistakes when you um, you know give them extra base runners or extra outs, and so that's going to be an important thing that they that they get cleaned up. But uh, they basically had the same number of errors in the last 13 games as they had in the in the entire four, first 42. So um, you know the numbers are, are very unbalanced and really surprising to see. You know, what's funny about their opponent, UMBC, and I know Coach Gajewski was kind of joking about this, but uh, in terms of, like, in-depth scouting report, there's not a whole lot that's on them just for the simple fact that there's not a lot of their games that are available uh, for them. But, you know, Kenny was quick to point out, hey, it doesn't matter if we're playing them. He used Nebraska or Wichita State or anyone else um, that um, – you know, they just got to go out there and, and worry about themselves at this point. But it is at least one of those odd times of the year where you play a team like UMBC that you don't have all the readily available information that you would need in trying to get set for a matchup like this. Yeah, it's it's really unique because, you know, so many games are on, uh, whether it be ESPN Plus or, or other regional networks, whatever it is, that most teams you can go find quite a bit of, of, of game film on them and that's just not the case uh, with this team, and and you know obviously they're from a from a smaller league, and uh, you know should be the type of team that, that Oklahoma State doesn't have any any issues with. But you want to be as prepared as possible when you're you're going out there. You know you're going to get their ace. You want to know as much about her as you possibly can, and um, you know have uh, have some semblance of of preparation behind you. So it uh, it has been tough. You know, can you talk about? kind of having to watch the same games over and over and over again just to uh, to pick up all of the little intricacies that they can possibly learn about this team as they as they get ready to face them and you know obviously with Wichita State and Nebraska not an issue they've, they've played these teams multiple times over the last few years so um, a little bit different uh, dynamic with those teams but uh, this will be interesting to see how they adjust and, uh, and and how they're prepared for UMBC here in a little bit. I want to see Scott when they get to a moment and maybe there's there's one in this opening game where something goes wrong right in a particular set and I want to see how they respond with kind of having this refreshed attitude when something bad happens again, right? You you talked about the errors that have happened, and I was just looking at some of the numbers, and it's pretty remarkable what, what they've done in terms of uh, mistakes. Uh, but let's have one of those and see in that immediacy, are, are they mentally strong enough to overcome this, or do they, does it fall back into the, oh, crap, here we go again part of towards the end of the year? Right. That's going to be the thing that, that tests their mental toughness right now is, you know, do they, uh, do they handle it? Like, like you said, when you, uh, when you miss a routine ground ball in the second inning or, uh, you know, you, uh, you walk a couple of batters back to back, you know, how do you respond to that? Um, you know, I, I, I think they're pretty pleased with where the offense is right now. It's, it's been coming on pretty solidly um, over the last, uh, the last couple of weeks. So um, you feel a little bit more confident there. But, uh, but yeah, some of those issues that have really arisen and, and, and become major problems during this last stretch are the things that, uh, that you've got to respond well to and, and, and get beyond, beyond them. That's, uh, that's going to be the most important thing. Even in, in a game like this where they, they should be able to win handily, they've got to, they've got to go take care of business and, and not let 
those little things trip them up and, and balloon and turn into much bigger things. There is no doubt uh, at all. Scott, hope for uh, dry weather. Hope everything end up, ends up working out there, at least in terms of your coverage. And always appreciate when you can jump on with us here in Tulsa, man. Thank you for the preview. Hey, anytime, Pop. That's Scott Wright joining us here on the Blitz 1170 from the Oklahoma as we get set for Cowgirl Softball. We're going to keep the guest train right on a rolling when we come back from this other timeout. When we do, we'll talk Cowboy Baseball. What a performance from the Pokes last night. In a place, it's weird you see things that are posted and then you have to go back and double check. Like, is that for real? Is that stat for real? But the fact that the Cowboys had not played an entire series in Norman in multiple decades is absolutely wild when you sit and think about it. Now, I understand how that happens when you play games in Oklahoma City and Tulsa that way. It's still weird to see that that the stretch was as long as what they were talking about last night. And what a way to introduce yourself back to an entire series of Norman with that performance last night. We'll talk about that with Jacob Unruh when we come back next here on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.